1: In the foulest of language, join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror.
0: All
2: right, welcome back one and all to The Horror Returns, the hour and a half podcast you love. I'm Lance, and with us as always, my co-host, Brian Philip and of course the Nez, and tonight we're joined by uh, Keith Lansdale, whose writing contributions besides comics includes Creep Show and last year's The Pale Door. Uh, how's it going, Keith? What you, what you got coming up these days? Going pretty good. Um,
3: I, I've got a good bit of everything. Uh, I'm I'm trying to get, get another comic for uh, Red Range to come out. I'm not sure if anybody's familiar with Red Range, but my dad wrote the original Red Range comic about 20 years ago. And he kind of left it in a spot where it was to be picked up. So I've picked up the adventure. We've got one edition that came out already and the second edition that's currently headed to the uh, artist to come out. Uh, I'm also working with that same artist on a different project. Uh, It's called My Little Lie. And all I can tell you is that there's an octopus that wears a top hat in it. But uh, otherwise, uh, I'm going to keep that under wraps until we get a little further down the line for that one. Well Uh,
2: sold. (laughs) <laughs>
3: uh i've also got the uh the projectionist was supposed to get filmed last year but i don't know if y'all heard but the world almost ended so we've been uh we've been kind of pushing that back and pushing that back uh so you know uh, hopefully this year is that magical year what else do i got going uh christmas with the dead which i did ages and ages back we decided yes. that we we're gonna dig that zombie back up and put him back to life and so I was going to direct it and redo it. And the problem is, is once again, the plague shut that down. So that kind of put it into that, but there is a musical version of it that we almost <laughs> had ready to go before everything happened. Brian, I tell you, Brian, <laughs> let me tell you somebody that has seen every version of it more times than I care to admit it is best as a musical. So I cannot wait for that to get finally ironed out. And nice. uh, yeah, so, and i'll stop there because I, i've got too many things going at once honestly but we'll, we'll just call it there for now
2: all right well we start out like we were talking about earlier with uh, cool of the week it could be anything that you've experienced this week uh shit it could be like uh, an album it could be a tv show a movie video game any anything at, at all uh what's your cool of the week
0: Okay,
1: well, I'm gonna
3: I'm gonna go, and I know everybody's already seen this, and I'm I'm late to the game, but I just finally got around to watching The Mandalorian, and
2: I, <laughs> that's I been mentioned it. once or twice. Awesome, on
3: the show. Hit, I figured, and you know, it's one of those that because it's on Disney Plus. Whenever Disney Plus first came out, and everybody had it for that first month, and everybody was like, "What the heck is on here worth watching?" I've seen all this, so you know, The Mandalorian was coming out, but I I kind of have a rule where I don't watch things until the entire season's out. Uh, same reason I haven't started Wanda uh, Vision yet because I'm hearing that's fantastic, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on that one until it all airs and then I go and binge it. Well, I never got around to going back until season two finished up, so I watched two seasons of it and I just loved it. I I, I had a fun time with that entire show and I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I know that may be blasphemy, but I I was I loved it. I, I thought it was was a good
4: time all around. Well, yeah, I mean it's kind of a western, so that sort of fits right into your theme, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a space western, just like you, uh, you know uh,
2: anything else, like Firefly or something
4: that I, yeah. I always adore. There you go, Firefly.
2: Yeah. You guys want to give a, give a cool of the week? Or are we just going to go into the Mandalorian returns for thirty minutes? <laughs>
4: well i am wearing a mandalorian t-shirt but uh i will uh i'll 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 move on to my cool of the week which is uh the pale door
0: (laughs) hey nice one. i
4: don't don't get a chance to watch a whole lot anymore i got working too much but uh i figured i'd check that out since you were coming on the show man and it was a lot of fun not what i expected it seemed like from the cover of it to be more of a, uh, like, arty, somber kind of thing.
0: Uh,
4: <laughs> but no, dude, this was action-packed. There was witches climbing on ceilings. They're all burned and shit with the big noses. It was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Oh,
0: good. I'm glad you had a
3: good time with it. Yeah. So uh, I'm guessing, uh, uh, as, what did you think? I mean, if you had to give it a score, and don't don't spare my feelings, I want to know what you think.
4: Uh, if I had to give it a score, I'm going to say
3: seven, seven and a half. That's not bad. That's not bad. I, I'm honestly hitting it about a six and a half myself, and I wrote the thing. So, you yeah. know, <laughs> I, I, uh, because, you know, there's always limitations, you, you especially when you work with other people. It's that, it's right. that thing where we all come together and nobody gets what they want. You know, that's kind uh, of that's <laughs> uh, working together anyway, so. Um, yeah, no, I was really happy with it. I, I think it's, I think it's fun. I think it's above average for sure. Um, you oh know, yeah. There are certain limitations that it had that I, I, you know, I'm also going to judge it a lot harsher because I go, I wish I want, you know, and there's going to be a, an extent to what I can and can't uh, do. But you know, it's I, I thought it was solid. I thought it was fun.
5: I, yeah, I got a, I got a question for you about you uh, making films. Sure. Uh, my buddy, he's a. Um, Little indie filmmaker, and he mm-hmm. he, ban- he bankrolls the whole thing. Where do you get all your funds to to hire everybody or special effects <laughs> and everything?
3: <laughs> well, I, I can tell you this right here: um, the co-writers that I had for this were Aaron and Cameron. And I ran into Aaron and Cameron, actually, on a different panel. Uh, we were actually talking about the Christmas with the Dead reboot, and we got to talking that uh, they wanted to do something with us. Um, I was there with Dad, and of course, you know, Dad's a big name, and they thought, if we hook up with the Lansdales, then we have a good chance of, uh, uh, of raising a little money. So their their trick was that they used the popularity of my dad, they used my name, they used used our script and they were able to, uh, uh, raise funds. They've also worked with some people before that, uh, you know, they'd had some success with. So, uh, I guess success begets more success and, and I guess that's it. Now, if you're asking, where do you find the initial money? Well, I think that's, that's the, what, that's the question everybody's asking. It, it all comes down to to finding somebody who's willing to pay for your for your love project. And there's sometimes the best stuff never gets made because nobody wants to pay for it, and sometimes garbage gets made because somebody it might gets <laughs> it might get, it might get a, a return. So you know, it's always a crapshoot.
5: All right, Remix.
2: cool. Cause... That's how those get made. Now, yeah. <laughs> does that go into your cool of the week, Nez?
5: No, it doesn't. <laughs> but, uh, no, but when uh, I'm helping uh, my bud with a uh, another film project, we we started, but then uh, the world fell apart. So we had to just kind of stop everything. And uh, he he's, he doesn't want to be out there in all this. So I mean, I don't as well. But he, he's down in L.A. I'm way up in uh, Northern California. So, just uh, always good to uh, talk to other filmmakers uh, that know what they're doing and not just uh, the two of us and uh, our little rinky-dink camera gear. But, I mean, we do what we got to do. But yeah, anyway,
3: absolutely. I mean, that's that's part of it. You, you meet the people that are also passionate about it and willing to put the money and time into it. And you, you make low-budget stuff until you get somebody who says, wow, you got some talent. And then they're willing to put a little money behind it. But, you know, sometimes you don't get anybody to notice you but you can't ever get noticed if you don't put out something so you know that's uh, i've been lucky enough to to have an opportunity where that first christmas with the dead was made with the college and the college uh asked for a script now i didn't get paid one dime for that but that was kind of the way it worked It, it was Uh, I I put the labor out and that was that was my contribution and you know I never got paid for Christmas with the dead but my God that story will not die I mean it keeps (laughs) popping back up it's a zombie in true fashion so um, you know it's it's kind of that you you just you just kind of have to keep slugging away until somebody notices something and and I've been lucky enough to be in the right place in the right time enough times that. I almost kind of have a little bit of something going on, so <laughs> <laughs> well,
5: that's good. Um, my cool of the week. Um, well, you haven't you haven't seen uh, Wandavision, so I don't even want to go into that. But um, I would I would I would pick that. But Is it good? Um, yeah, it's really good. <clears throat> okay, um, I haven't
2: watched it yet. It's strange. It's strange.
4: Yeah, it looks strange. <laughs> I think that's you surreal. gotta
5: you gotta have a lot of knowledge of the the backstories of these two characters, not just what we've seen in the movies, because it, it it there was a lot of deep cuts in it uh, that uh, I caught. Um, if you guys uh, haven't listened to our our little breakdown on what we did, we I threw in a lot, but um, but my cool of the week that's it actually like scared the hell out of me. So it would be perfect to talk about. I mean, back in the 80s, uh, down in Southern California, we all know this, uh, Richard Ramirez, The Night Stalker. That was on uh, a new, uh, I think it was like a four-episode series on um, Netflix. Mm. I remember uh, when it was happening. uh, I remember seeing just uh, bits of it on the news, not really knowing uh, the story and how long it went, and uh, when they finally caught him. And then, uh, just what those guys did. Whoever uh, directed and and made this documentary, it was just it was eerie. The imagery was awesome. Uh, The little score music they stuck in the background, and I learned a lot from it because there was some stuff uh, that was going on in the case uh, during the murders, the, the stuff that he had done. I knew he was killing, breaking into people's houses and killing people. That was it. But then when they were bringing in little kids. And what he was doing to them, I was like, "Oh my what? god!" I didn't, I didn't know any of that. So it was, it was crazy, man. I shit you not. When I, I finished it, um, it took me like two, uh, two nights to finish it. And that last night, I was watching it like really late. And um, again, I shit you not, man. I, I checked all my windows, <laughs> uh, wow. checked all my doors, cool. and uh, made sure I had weapons close by to me. But oh man, it, it really spooked me um and i so i mean whoever made again whoever made this man they really did their job because i mean it it, it scared me i mean I, I never really think uh about uh that guy and, and what he had done i just knew he was killing people but man it it was actually scary um i watch horror movies all the time and i enjoy them and i laugh and I go to bed and i don't think nothing about it but this made me think about it all night uh, not to where I wanted to leave the lights on, <laughs> but it it did make me go around and check all the windows Man, <laughs> and and the, the doors. Ones. So, but if you guys haven't seen a uh, Night Stalker documentary series that's on Netflix, it's definitely worth your time and check it out.
2: Cool, Philip. That sounds. That sounds like Phillips Alley, kind of like
4: the uh, Lion yeah.
2: King or whatever. The, what tig- <laughs> Tiger? Tiger King yeah. or
4: whatever. Last documentaries, year? man. I'm 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 big into documentaries. Like real shit scares me. I, there's real evil in this world, and people are assholes sometimes. So we got to remember mm-hmm.
5: that. <laughs> that guy was pure evil. I mean, yeah. he when he died, I figured as soon as they put him in. I, I, he was in San Quentin, and I'm sure he was by himself, but I'm surprised nobody killed him. And he ended up dying of cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope it was painful all the way to the end. And uh-huh. they didn't do anything for him. Wow. But man, he... The, the the crime scenes that were showing in it, I was like, oh my god. I mean, it, it was just so brutal. And I was... For some reason, I thought he was still alive. I mean, I I don't research him or anything but i wish uh, I he was
4: like, so you could kick him in the nuts
5: oh <laughs> man i would just want those those guys prison prison justice uh to just get him <laughs> i'm surprised they didn't he he lasted in there uh, a really long time I mean, not so much for like dahmer i mean they got him so but uh it, it was it was nuts uh, on what happened and I, you can't believe Again, there is evil people out there in the world. Throughout history, we've seen even stuff way before us. But, oh, man, it, it was just, I mean, this really scared me. And the thing that was funny about it, that, that I, I remember when it all happened, um, I was just a little kid. Uh, I think I was in maybe junior high, middle school. I don't know. But um, okay, remember back in the, I think it was 70s or 60s, whatever, uh, Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Uh The movie one, the one with the vampire. When I heard it, I heard, the, "Yeah, there's, they're calling this guy a night stalker." The first thing that popped in my head was that Kolchak uh, movie uh, with the <laughs> oh, yeah, with that the, va- big with, show the, vamp- the day. with the vampire in, in Vegas. So I, I mean, I, I went straight to that, Uh Mike as well. We we're like, "There's a vampire running around in L.A." <laughs> that was the first thing that went to my head. But, uh, again, if you guys haven't seen it, check I it out. I knew they were real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Sounds interesting, Brian. You wanna you wanna chime in?
5: Yeah, um, my cool
6: of the week is uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with WandaVision. I love right. the first two episodes. This show is going to set up so much for the for the future of the the MCU, and uh, I love the old school sitcom feel of it and it's a it's a i'm not gonna spoil anything it, it's a great show definitely and um now i checked out that you cannot kill uh david arquette all
5: right really quick ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children no no boys, no
4: going no, no. <laughs> i haven't gone hit yet it, Brian. hit it brian <laughs> That turns us into a three or five <laughs> play, play the music <laughs> no, play the music no no, no yeah <laughs>
0: uh
6: great documentary um Yeah, I I felt real bad for David Arquette, how he was treated for something he had no say in in doing. And I respect him trying to pay his dues now, especially the condition he was when when he started. So definitely a great documentary. That one's on Hulu. And Pedro last week recommended uh, Nailing the Coffin, The the Fallen Rise of Vampiro.
5: Oh, I Uh, forgot that one
6: awesome documentary that one you feel for him too because at the end it, it kind of gets into how he's got the um, pre-existing um, what is it uh, early stages of Alzheimer's now from all the head injuries oh wow um, that'll happen you, that you know, so hey, that, that, a bitch. Yeah, so that that's a great wrestling documentary too uh, the first one's on Hulu and the nail in the coffin is on Prime if anybody wants to check it out
2: Cool, Keith. Are well, you a, are you a wrestling guy at all? No, not really. I mean, there was a time when
3: I used to work. Oh my god, I was like 16 years old, and so the only thing that was on TV when I got home from working the the night shift at McDonald's was wrestling. So you know, because I, I just got home from work, I, I it was just I needed something to watch, and so I watched it pretty religiously. There, you know, just kind of as a something something to watch that wasn't an infomercial. Yeah, and, and I, I did that for probably about a year. You know, that was back when it, there was still the what was it the uh, the WCW and the WWF mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, you know, this this was all way back. Who's
4: your who Who's your favorite guy?
3: I, I used to I used to like Sting. You know, it was kind of the thing. Okay. that did, uh, I was a fan. Well,
4: he's That's back. Fair. Is it he... <laughs> is it the same guy?
3: Yeah, he's yeah. back.
4: <laughs> I was I was a Hulk Hogan. Stone cold kind of guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I get it. <laughs> all right. Well, um, i just like you, Keith, I
2: like to wait until the show's finished and then kind of you know be able to binge them all one right <laughs> after the other. Um so I finally started up on uh, Star Trek Discovery season three. Um Philip, I'm starting to understand where all that CBS all access money is going. <laughs> because this <laughs> first couple episodes are Fucking phenomenal. Um as far as the special effects. I heard they fucking canceled it. Um, I don't know. Supposedly there's a season four coming out. Yeah. But I can tell you this the uh special effects are like something you'd you'd see in a movie theater, which which is the big difference because they were pretty cheesy. They were pretty cheesy the first two seasons. Pretty a little CGI ish. Yeah. If you catch my meaning, but um, anyway I'm too too early in to say whether the story is going to be great it's kind of weird because they've all gone 900 years into the future and there's some pretty bizarre technology that they're using and stuff like that but uh, yeah Star Trek
5: discovery I'm I'm in finally so this is after Kirk and everyone
2: yeah the the actual first two seasons take place actually a, a few years before Kirk in the time of uh, Captain Christopher Pike So they actually run into Spock, and they run into Christopher Pike in season two. And this third season, they're like, ah, let's kind of get out. I guess they decided let's get out of that and go into something that nobody knows anything about. So they...
5: Who was Spock? uh,
2: Spock was... I I didn't even recognize the actor. Uh, I didn't like him at first, but he kind of grew on me a little bit. Because as far as I'm concerned, there can be only one Spock, and that's Leonard Nimoy, of course.
5: Rest in peace.
2: Yes. But, uh... Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm in for the ride. Hopefully, it hasn't been canceled, Philip. But if it has, it has. There's, God knows, plenty of other
4: shows out there, right? Well that's true. And you know, Star Trek will never die. They'll keep going.
2: Yeah, in one way, form or fashion, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh Brian, you got any headlines, man?
6: I got a little bit. Uh, we haven't been getting a lot of news early into the to the new year, but um, start out with a little non horror news. Uh, We're
4: too busy trying to kill each other. Yeah,
6: so <laughs> we'll tell you we'll, we'll we'll pause from that for for a little bit of uh, let's pause see. With cause. Uh, Ethan Hawke has just been cast what? as the main villain in Marvel's Moon Knight. Ah. Huh. So they're getting getting some heavy hitters in there. All right. Oscar is, it a, Isaac. is it what?
5: Is it a movie or is it a show? A series. Okay.
0: Whoa. All
4: right. Yeah, it's That's um, a big it's, name for a series and a bad guy. I guess mm-hmm. so. It's it's the
2: it's directed by the two guys that did the endless.
4: Yep. Which was uh, uh,
2: one of my favorite movies a few years ago.
6: Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen their new one. Has anybody checked it out?
6: I'm going to. I've heard nothing but good things about uh, syn- Synchronic.
2: You, you heard you heard of these guys before, Keith? No, I haven't. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I'm a hog, <laughs> if, if you get a chance, go check out a movie called The Endless that came out a couple of years ago. I think it's on Netflix still. Uh huh. Um, it starts out as just kind of a basic um, suicide plot type or suicide cult plot, and two brothers that kind of escaped it. But as the movie goes on, all is not as it seems. It's, it's really good, man. Very well written. Yeah, I'll have to check it out.
6: All right. Um, head of Marvel Studios, uh, Kevin Feige, has confirmed uh, there will be a Deadpool 3. It will be rated R, and it will be in the MCU. Oh, Nice.
4: Great. I'll take it.
6: And uh, moving on. Uh, Warner Brothers has seemed to have settled... Things with uh, many studios that were upset about their move to HBO Max because we are getting Godzilla vs. Kong two months earlier. It, it's going to come out March 26th in theaters and HBO Max.
5: Really quick on that. Uh, the internet blew up for a few minutes, uh, maybe an hour or two ago. There were stories and everything going around. Oh, my God, the first footage of Godzilla vs. Kong... I was I, I was kind of all right. Let me see what they got.
6: It was what, a little. What did what, you think of the one second footage?
5: Exactly, it was just a commercial for HBO Max, and it was they showed a bunch of different movies, and it was only like a mm-hmm. quick second. It was like nothing. Okay. Well, I, I was like, oh, they,
4: they got to advertise their their channel, man. But yeah, and HBO Max sounds like they're gonna have a bunch of big movies out there. No you know, shit. The, the movie theater really, of the future, apparently.
3: They really seem to have just gobbled up everything out of nowhere.
6: Yeah. Yeah, they have a movie. I, I think it was uh, in that preview where um, it's like an astronomy movie and it's got uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. I've never even heard of this movie.
4: Uh-huh. Me neither. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs>
6: exactly. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about either, but it was in, in the preview. Yeah, watch that little preview. They show a bunch of stuff for like a second. Uh, Mortal Kombat looks amazing. I've just seen the, the pictures. The, yeah, it looks <laughs>
3: amazing. Mortal Kombat, yes. Another movie? or again? Yeah, <laughs> it, is,
6: it is a rated R
3: Oh
0: no! Movie.
6: <laughs> Hell yeah. And All they're right. promising... Uh, video game uh, I loved authentic.
3: I that first one that came out it was cheesy as hell mm-hmm. you know it was absolutely ridiculous and I just I just loved it I thought it was fantastic I kind of do too I <laughs> I mean, mean, it's still it's so awful bad I mean you can't yeah I know it's awful but it's kind of one of those that's just like a real fun awful
6: yeah, yeah. let's see uh, I think oh, not a lot of horror news guys not a lot all right. Well, that's uh, that movie Searching that we reviewed a couple years ago with uh, John Cho. Sure. It's oh, yeah. getting a sequel with uh, all new characters and story. Seems
4: oh. like a random movie to make. <laughs>
6: uh, let's, let's, uh, the Duplass brothers are executing producing a three part documentary series on the Sasquatch for Hulu. Ugh.
4: So <laughs>
2: I gotta tell Ammon about that one, Brian.
5: Yeah, <laughs> leave them alone. Leave them. Leave them alone. It's not just one.
4: I need a Loch Ness movie. Where the fuck is that? Make it, Keith. <laughs> you, you available this next year? Let's do
3: it, man. I love it. Let's yeah. let's I'll make it into a western just for fun.
2: A <laughs> Scottish <laughs> Ness West western. I love it.
3: Yeah, uh, the Ness uh, western. I'm- that's perfect, yeah. <laughs> Starring uh, Conor
2: McGregor <laughs> as the monster and Tom Hardy
3: and Tom Hardy yeah. as the love interest. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
6: let's see uh, James Wan's upcoming movie Malignant. Uh, People will watch it. Will oh, be rated sure. R.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> I haven't heard much about it, man. It Maybe
6: is there. his... Uh, g- uh, what is, how do you say it? Giallo? Giallo? Oh, okay. It's, it's his attempt at making one.
4: I James He's Wan, good. right? Like
6: He directed it, right? Yeah, it's not one of his many producing...
4: Okay. Yeah, because sometimes that James Wan name doesn't mean a whole lot. Unless he actually directed it. <laughs>
2: Ah Rona. <laughs> Yum.
6: And I think that is it. That's all we got.
2: That is it, huh? Well, uh, Keith, you're you're yeah. from you're from uh, Northeast Texas, right? Uh, I'm I'm technically from East Texas, uh, <laughs> but I'm in North Texas these
3: days. So yeah, over there in the the Nacogdoches Stephen F. Austin area, that's my stomping ground.
4: Oh, my wife went to Sam. <laughs>
3: okay. Uh, well, I'll tell you. <laughs> How much is gas down there? Um, when I left, it was a little bit under two dollars, but um, you know, it's I've been moving back and forth. Uh, without getting into too much of what's going on, I'm in the process of moving right now from that area to here. So I've been driving back and forth and back and forth and back and forth for like a month straight right now. So
5: under two dollars. <laughs> I wish.
2: Oh yeah, you're in California. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no such yeah. yeah. thing as well gas. Sixty-four
5: gallon. Yeah, you might I just as well
2: just get a Tesla living living there, man. There's yeah. no
5: place to charge it up around where I live. I'm no,
2: are you
4: serious? Yeah, I'm well, out of sticks nothing. In California, California fucking their goddamn state up. Sorry, I'm way out in the
5: middle <laughs> of nowhere us. in the in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I moved. I moved out the city.
2: <laughs> oh man, no charging stations there, huh?
5: Not around here that I know of.
2: Damn! Don't believe the hype of California. I thought there was a charging station on every corner.
5: Yeah, I did too. I thought it was. I thought
2: that was California's job. <laughs> yeah, no, no
3: shit. Uh,
5: not where I'm at. Uh, I got mountains Damn. and trees and snow and all that.
2: You're, you're fucked. <laughs> so it's damned if you do, damned if you don't, huh? That's
5: why gas is expensive where I'm at. <laughs>
2: Oh, man. Well, Keith, if if you're from that, that part of the of the state, I, I know for an absolute fact that you know what a trailer park is. Oh, God, yes,
4: of course. All right. You well, you Brian... in Texas, you probably lived in them at some point.
3: <laughs> no, I did. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I never have, but, you know, I've had a lot of friends that grew up in them, and, you know, we, down the street there was always one sort of thing. So... Now go-
2: Well, uh, Brian is going to bring us the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Uh, Brian, what's the first new trailer to talk about tonight?
6: Uh, We got one this week, and that is Willie's Wonderland, starring Nicolas Cage. I'm going to read a quick uh, synopsis. A quiet drifter is tricked into a janitorial job at the now-condemned Willy's Wonderland. The mundane tasks suddenly become an all-out fight for survival against a wave after wave of demonic animatronics. Fist fly, kick slam, titan's clash, and only one side will make it out alive. Keith, did you check out the trailer?
3: I did not. I I, I did not do my, my reading beforehand or my watching of trailers i watched the movies but i did not watch the trailers oh,
6: okay gotcha are, <laughs> you, are you are you a fan of Nicolas cage uh
3: yeah i am i know a lot of people think that you know the other people have, i mean you know, there's there's stuff he takes that's garbage but i think i always enjoy, <laughs> you know i mean i i got no complaints on him himself as an actor, but I, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff that I thought, wow, I'll, I'll never, never
4: get that time back in my life.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, yeah, but a lot of that stuff was from like a decade ago. I feel like, oh. uh, some of the things that he's done recently have right. been wacky and insane and fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah.
2: He seems to be back on track, right?
6: I think you <laughs> just described this movie.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what sure describes what? this movie? You know, Five nights at Freddy's. Him. Yes.
3: Okay, okay, yeah, I never played that, but I know exactly what that is, yeah. Yeah.
4: Now, my kids drill into it, so... <laughs> it's when he was
3: describing it, that's
4: that's kind of the first thought I had as well, so... Yeah. But yeah, uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, Nicolas Cage is the main character, and... I... He's not trapped <laughs> in there with them, they're trapped in here with him. Uh-huh. Yes.
1: Sold. <laughs> Nez. <laughs>
5: Sorry, right, I'm back. I just watched it. Oh, man, what was that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> More Nicolas
4: Cage
5: insanity. Yeah, the, 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 totally Five Nights at Freddy's. Kind of remind me of the Banana Splits, too. Me, too, and, yeah. And that one dumb Huluween one, with that thing with the big eyes. Um. Hookah. Yeah. I didn't uh, hate that one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. I mean, Nicholas Cage, uh, he did me right um, this last year with uh, Color Out of Space and Jiu Jitsu. So I- I'm on board. I- I'll definitely check this out. Looks like it's going to be a big bloody mess. I think so, I'm uh,
3: going to I need to come back and watch some of his stuff. I was trying to look the last few things he's missed for, like I don't think I've watched anything he's done since Kick Ass, which is probably like a
4: decade ago. oh dude, there's a many things. <laughs>
5: Check out Mom and
4: Dad. That's a yeah, good one. that's a good one. That, that one's, good one. one's fun. Yeah. yeah, it's a good one.
5: And Color Out of Space. Yeah,
4: another good one.
6: Let's not forget Mandy.
4: And Mandy, if you have a lot of drugs. Yeah, Philip, <laughs> <laughs> remember what we were doing when we watched Mandy. Yeah, Mandy on mushrooms is fantastic. (laughs) Stay away from
5: drugs, boys and girls.
4: Well, mushrooms aren't drugs. They're uh, a vegetable.
2: All All natural.
5: There you go. Again, stay away from drugs, boys and
2: girls.
5: (laughs) Lance, what you think?
2: I I like the trailer. It was pretty much exactly what I thought it was going to be, except for one thing worries me just a little bit. Are they going to try to make this a young adult type thing? Because... I don't know. I got a little nervous when they had the scene with the two teenagers in the. Uh, I guess when he went into work in there or something like that. Did Did you guys get that vibe?
5: There was a whole bunch of teenagers.
6: Yeah, frees yeah, me. Ninety five percent of them are going to die. So,
4: yeah, dude, this is Five Nights at Freddy's without having to buy the license. So it's yeah. definitely aimed at teenagers.
6: <laughs> I I feel like they're just there to add to the body count.
0: Yeah,
6: <laughs> and yeah. Uh, I'm all in. Because uh, we got Color Out of Space last year, we got Mandy the year before, and we got Mom and Dad before that. So he's he's cranking out the the movies that I would like to see. So he's
4: on roll, man. Yeah. I,
3: need, I need to catch back up. It's I I, I don't think I've been you know, doing it justice. I need to go back
4: and watch them. Hell of a step up from Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs>
3: I mean okay, what's I not though.
6: I would even say uh, Watch McCalla was uh, super fun too, Lance. Uh, what was it? Uh, Drive Angry.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. that was a good one too. Yeah, I didn't watch that one either. I, I don't. I, don't think, I was trying to think. I don't think I've seen anything of his in the last ten years.
4: Yeah, he's nuts, but he's fucking fun, man.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, I don't have problems with him, so I, you know, it's just uh, one of those that I, I guess I've just been catching him at, at odd times. He, it seems that I have not. Made it, uh, made it a point to chase his stuff down. I need
5: to. Is it a rule once you win Academy Award, you just take whatever they hand you or is he still paying <laughs> oh, uh,
4: yes. I his think taxes? Paying off his- <laughs> he has
6: to pay for all those haunted mansions he bought and dinosaur heads. And
4: Well, I think that's where all the shit movies came from is when he was like, well, I got to pay off these taxes, so I'm just going to take whatever comes at me. <laughs> yep. And now maybe he's done with that and he's just doing what he wants hmm. to do.
0: Yeah, that kind of
2: makes sense, dude. Yeah, because um I'm looking at his IMDb and it like starting with Mandy, he he really hasn't done anything shitty. Yeah. He did fucking Spider Man into the Spider Verse for crying Which out loud was the, oh, yeah. Highest rated movie ever on this podcast from day one. Oh yeah. No, that's that's <laughs> one of the best of all time, man.
4: Yeah. Great movie. I, that was tens across the board for us. Yeah, yeah
3: it I, I go crazy. Back and watch every time and I, I'm not one of those that goes back and rewatches a lot but I will just, if I, if I want so, to watch something I've seen, you know, maybe something to just put on in the background sort of thing. That's, that's my go-to every time.
4: Don't nice. learn. Yeah. I got kids. So if I throw on an animated movie, that's it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Cage has not got a huge role in that one, but he's, he's definitely prominent that. Yeah. Noir characters. Yeah. You know, perfect body.
6: casting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Let's see Um, I believe I don't know if this is for sure But it's supposed to come out February 12th I will keep everybody posted
4: Okay So on to listener (laughs) feedback uh, tonight we shine the spot uh, the spotlight on Fresh Cuts podcast. Uh, goodbye twenty twenty, ah, hello twenty twenty one. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hosted by Jerry Cortez and others uh, on the latest episode of no Mo- no Mo- God damn it. No more <laughs> room in hell. Uh, presents Fresh Cuts. We discuss our favorite horror films of two uh, of two thousand twenty. Uh, join Mike Merriman, Derek B., Donna Nelly, Scott Crawford, Brandon Young, and myself uh, as we take a look at the year in horror. Uh, was this a weak year for the films due, due to the pandemic, or do we think this was a surprisingly strong year for horror? Uh, find out on the latest Fresh Cuts. Yeah. That's, <laughs> an, all, that's an
2: all-star cast in horror podcasting right
4: there. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Oh, real quick. <laughs>
6: I want to apologize to <clears throat> horror uh, horror movie survival guide. Lance, you caught me off guard last week. Uh huh. I wasn't sure <laughs> what you were talking about.
0: Ah, OK. We had
6: them in the uh, listener feedback. Um, they have a great podcast and uh, check out their recent uh, episode where they interview Patton Oswald.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that on Facebook. I'm going to I'm definitely check going to check that out. Is it uh YouTube only or can I can I just listen to just audio while I'm driving or something?
6: Uh, I believe audio is available too.
2: All
4: right, nice. Yeah, horror movie survival guide. I've heard of it much. that's awesome.
5: You know, while we're apologizing, uh all you action returns <laughs> all you action returns listeners, uh it was my fault. I was just I had to get off my uh my ass and uh put it together. But I put it together and it's out now, so have at it. Yep, yeah, you got it. A, a,
6: awesome. You got our you finally got our yeah, Christmas episode. Yeah, we got... (laughs) A Christmas episode! (laughs) There better be a diehard in there. Christmas in January.
5: (laughs) Well, the pandemic got in the way, so... Sure. sure. Yeah.
6: (laughs) Oh, real quick, Nez. Hmm. You've been called out again for your... For what?
5: uh, I'm in in California, everyone. Step up.
6: Steve from the League of Geeks says, uh, not too happy with you putting underwater on your bottom ten.
4: That was better
5: than I expected. It was on my top 10. Steve, brother, I love you. He's in California too. (laughs) Killer Cali in the house. I watched it again. What difference does that make? I just we're the best state in the country. Anyway, um I I love her. That was the only reason I saw it. Okay. Uh, I don't care. I can deal with the mouth breathing, but it's just uh, I loved it up to the end. I didn't care okay. for the big, giant uh, Cthulhu monster or whatever uh-huh. Uh-huh. the hell it was. Uh-huh. I thought it was good. I thought everybody in it was good. Just when it got to the ending, I was like, ah. Oh. So but <laughs> that was me, yeah. everyone.
4: Okay. They went for it. All right, uh, Darren Wilson says. Uh, I know you were just saying if you want to get the reference, uh, but I always appreciate when someone on the air says, uh, "Listen to the psychosomatic podcast."
2: Yes, so. Keith, you'll you'll get one thing on that podcast you guaranteed will never, ever, 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 ever get here, and that's politics.
4: Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> psychosomatic yeah, podcast, man. Good lord. <laughs>
3: I feel like that's all. that's been the whole topic for so long I could just do with anything else, you
0: know?
3: <laughs> yeah. Y'all remember when it used to be normal in politics and you didn't have to have every single waking second be part of your life?
4: I miss well, those days. Not really well, it's just that every <laughs> single thing turns into political. Like, like whether or not you wear a certain colored sock suddenly turns into some sort of political <laughs> fucking debate. That's what I mean, debate.
3: man. Just feels like, feels like he can't get away from it. He, even right now, we're we're slowly being sucked into it by talking about being sucked into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm gonna refuse to. This is my last comment on on politics. I'm done.
6: Yeah, um, don't don't listen to politics. Go watch the Pale Door.
4: Yeah, there we go, I like that. But Darren Wilson, good guy. psycho uh, psychosemantic podcast is pretty awesome. So go listen to that. Um, be your mind who will be on next week's show, by the way, uh, says speaking of top 10 best and worst horror films of 2020. Here's mine. Although it might change later. Uh, since there are a few films I need to catch up on. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, top 10 best. Um, God damn it. You listed it in the wrong fucking order, dude. All right. Number 10 freaky. Uh, which I did not see yet. Brian, Brian had that on his list.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah. Uh, Number nine, Host. Yes. A lot of us had that. Number eight, The Mortuary Collection.
5: Nice. Not The Mortuary? No.
4: (laughs) I don't know what that is. That wasn't a
5: 2020 movie. If you want that, go to the East Society. (laughs)
4: Uh, Number seven, The Hunt. Yeah, yeah. That's number one. Uh, (laughs) Number six, Relic. Oh, that was pretty good. Uh, number five, possessors. Still have not seen. I yeah, would. Possessor. Yeah. Uh number four, his house. What is his house? Brian Netflix.
6: Netflix. It
4: it's it's really good. Check okay. it out. Right, check that one. Number three is Scare Me. Also <laughs> oh, no. with everybody sucking Scare Me's dick. Oh,
2: Jesus right. Christ, that movie sucked. That was on my bottom ten. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I haven't seen it.
4: He's so. got his own fucking beat of the drum, man. Uh, no, he's
2: two, with the majority. Believe
4: me. Number two is uh, Color Out of Space. Yes, I still... That's the one that I really need to fucking watch. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, number one... Number one movie of the horror film of the year is The Invisible Man. Mm, okay, I can uh, see that. It was good. It was on my top ten. I don't know if I'd call it number one. <laughs>
2: Philip, I, I own the co- <laughs> I own the color out of space on iTunes. So if you want to watch it, that's the way.
4: Yeah, well, it's on Shutter I need to check that one out for sure. Um, top ten worst movies, bottom bottom ten, I suppose. Uh, number ten is Sea Fever. What?
1: <laughs> it wasn't that bad.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was just a quiet little Irish movie. Number nine is Brahms the Boy Two. Uh, oh. Don't think we're going to hear any arguments on that. Uh, <laughs> number eight is Coco D. Coco Da. Whatever the fuck that is. Anybody just make seen that? Shit up.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Somebody called him out on this. He's just making these up. I know. <laughs> That's not even real words. <laughs> and next is Lottie D. D. <laughs>
4: <laughs> number seven is The Grudge. Uh, here,
6: that's here. too that's too high
4: on the list. Yeah, no shit. Uh, number six is random acts of violence.
2: Huh. Brian, yeah. you said that wasn't too great.
6: I it it just it didn't work for me. I wanted it to. I liked everybody on, on the cast. Um, I liked the idea, but it just it didn't work for me when it was over.
4: Uh, number five is Fantasy Island. <laughs> I like that movie. <laughs> um, Nez, what the fuck, man?
2: <laughs> <laughs> How about a Fantasy Island Witchboard crossover next year? Jesus
5: Christ. Someone give me the money, I'll make it.
2: <laughs> Is Tawny Contain available? Well, I'm yes, really baseball, no baseball players and shit.
5: Speaking of her, I mean, I posted um uh, if you guys are Blu-ray collectors, follow me at Blu-ray Nez on Instagram. Uh, I posted my um uh pff, Blu-ray of uh Witchborden. <laughs> she
0: sure
5: she like and com- she she like and commented on it. So.
0: Oh,
5: Tony, T- if you're listening, I love you.
4: Yeah, she's only like <laughs>
5: 60 now. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: like I said, she beats up baseball players and domestic spats and shit.
0: Uh, number
4: four is Yummy. What? <laughs> Teach their own. Uh, number three is Verotica.
6: Uh, yeah. Oh, that's that uh, Glenn Danzig.
4: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I heard that was bad.
6: Yeah, it's it's only best to watch with a group of friends.
4: Uh, that you can laugh Just at it, right? Fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two is Blade: The Iron Cross. Also, don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, number one is Corona Zombies,
0: <laughs>
4: which no. sounds like it's awesome. <laughs> Sounds no. awesome. But I've heard nothing but bad things. Yeah. Uh all right. Uh Spooky Dudes Podcast says uh thank you so much for the share, of my dude. Anytime. Nice show. All right. And that is it for listener feedback. Uh reach us at the at gmail dot com. Steve Carlton of the League of Geeks. Uh did our intro, so he's awesome. Hey, you know, I don't know
3: if if anybody's watched this Corona Zombies. I had to look it up because that was like, no. And so it's 2.5 out of 10, according to IMDb. But the cast is four people long. And you get to the fourth one is. And by God, it's exactly what I was talking about earlier. You can't get away from this shit. (laughs) They have got Donald Trump on the cast. Come on. Uh, Are you serious? IMDb. I'm, oh come on! Geez. Is he in the movie? I'm, sure, I'm, I'm,
6: really, I'm, I'm sure going to IMDb right bloopers.
3: now. I'm sure uh, <laughs> if he's in the movie, bloopers. I'll watch it. <laughs> but you know, just like really, he he's may, got he, that gave him a, a movie credit. He may he may need the money soon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll be
0: quiet.
3: <laughs> yeah. No. 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 We're not getting into the politics. Okay. Like, don't, like let me tell you, that was that was the most stunning part of that.
6: He sure is on the cast.
0: <laughs> You're yeah, giving three other people.
4: Is he a zombie? I need to see a Donald Trump zombie. I would totally no. watch that movie. Oh God.
0: <laughs>
2: is his wife oh, in? Oh man.
4: <laughs> She's a zombie too. Uh, All I
0: right.
4: think I think this is
6: full moon features. I will give them respect for getting these movies out. Because I think they also oh, did one on the, the yeah. what was what was the one with the bees
0: anybody, that came
6: out?
3: Anybody that gets the movie made, I don't care if it's zero out of ten. The
6: amount of effort
3: that you have to put into just getting anything out, yeah. man, I, respect. I don't care if I don't like it. But somebody put their time and effort into it, and you know that needs a certain amount of like, respect. And I, I'll, I'll give them that. Until they put Donald Trump in, and then they lost everything. Sorry.
6: (laughs) Yeah, they did. uh, Remember, we were supposed to be invaded by murder hornets? I think they did a movie about
4: that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Of course they did. Well, they're called murder hornets. Why would you not? (laughs) Um, And Natsulani, who did our art. She's awesome. Check her out on Instagram. Yeah. and now, I suppose it's time for our featured attractions. Uh, this week, we visited the year 1984. Seems fitting. Uh, in the first of a two part retrospective, okay. uh, we discussed Children of the Corn and Chud. This will be a fun one.
3: I don't know how the format works for this, but I just have to say, I had never seen either movie.
4: What? Oh, nice! That dude, is awesome, dude. I, so, I thought I had watched Chud, and I never had, and I, and yeah. I haven't seen Children of the Corn since I was little bitty. Yeah, so, I mean,
3: I, I I know that Children of the Corn probably has not aged as well. I mean, it's been, what, almost 40 years, right? And so I saw it, and I was kind of like, "Yeah, this doesn't really do much for me." I, I maybe if I'd have seen it back in the '80s, that would have been thing. It's more a horror movie based around asking for directions. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you think about, it, he spends the entire first two thirds of the movie trying to ask for directions, and then he chases those kids down because he wants to ask them for directions. By the time I was just like, you know, this is this is that movie that wouldn't exist anymore because we all have cell phones and we know where we're I was going. Thinking the same thing, yeah. GPS, oh cell for sure.
4: Yeah, so there are many, many dumb decisions in this movie. <laughs>
3: oh, and so at the end of the day, it's a movie, it's a horror movie based on having to ask for directions and having to put up with children. So you know, I get <laughs> not finding that the most uh, exciting, but yeah, I, I, it it didn't do anything for me. It it, it I was kind of like eh, okay. No, I will say this: I didn't realize like the last twenty minutes. The payoff is fantastic. Like, I was like, okay, I didn't know we were really, we really had something going on here. I just thought this was some crazy cult kids. So I liked when it got there, but yeah, God, I feel like it was dragging to get there.
4: Uh, yeah, it kind of did. I think you're right on that. Uh, let me read the synopsis real quick and then we'll yep. jump back into the conversation. Yeah. Uh a young couple is trapped in the remote town where a dangerous religious cult of children beca- uh believes that everyone over the age of eighteen must be killed. Uh, fuck it, why not? It doesn't seem like you'd last very long there, but
0: <laughs> <Brian>.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh director is uh Fritz Kirsch, also known for Tough Turf. And <laughs> Yes, you Walk. remember that one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay.
5: <laughs> God, what's his name in it? Ultron.
4: Uh, and, Rider, and Iron Man. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Rider is George Goldsmith, also known for Force 5. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. The thing from the Quentin Tarantino movie? Pulp Fiction? No. <laughs>
6: that was Fox Force 5. Oh,
4: my bad. Force 5, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the TV show Hill Street Blues. Uh, when asked by a fan how the effect for the burrowing uh, happened, he said, uh, oh, for he who walks behind the rose was created. Uh, special effects artist Wayne uh, Beauchamp revealed that it was accomplished thanks to a special device called the turtle. A wheelbarrow bucket flipped upside down yeah. with added wheels. Huh. This... Device was set on rails in a trench, attached to a pulley system, connected to a tractor, then covered in a tarp with a layer of dirt and. Uh, ver- Ugh, what? All right, I'm too drunk to read that word. <laughs> to- or- Vermiculite. Is that a- on top? Uh, the tractor <laughs> would pull forward and the turtle would move beneath the tarp, creating a mound of earth that traveled from one pe- point to another. Uh, the trench ended up in a sharp, uh, sharp hill, uh, giving the illusion that the creature beneath was diving deeper into the ground. Uh, Beauchamp added that the trench itself was dug by a local group of Boy Scouts, because these motherfuckers are cheap, who were interested in learning
0: <laughs> how films
4: and special effects were made.
6: Yeah, see, there's their payment.
4: Yeah, That seems awfully intricate for... <laughs> What happened there?
3: What you just said was a fancy way of saying they, they drug a wheelbarrow under the ground. <laughs>
4: yeah. you they all fancy that, they, that they forced a, fuck a, a bunch of Boy Scouts to dig yeah. for slave labor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you said, they like, earned
4: a badge. <laughs> Man,
5: they, they earned a know. badge.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah, the wheelbarrow badge. There it is. <laughs> uh, the safe goal of uh, Hemingford was uh, that the main characters are trying to reach is at the, the same place the heroes of the Kings uh, of Kings novel The Stand um, are also drawn to in their dreams. Oh, well, that's interesting. Hmm. I and, and I have it's questions true. about that one. I'll get to those. But yeah, back to Keith. Yeah, to, I, I I I I totally agree with you. Like this, uh, it it wasn't a first watch for me, but. It was kind of like a first watch for me.
3: <clears throat> and I don't maybe remember. it was just me, but I, the biggest problem I had was that the main hero, he just was unlikable as hell.
6: Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah,
3: he was kind of a fucking jerk, huh? Yeah, he yeah. was just dick. Like every time he was like, oh, here's what we should do. No, here's what we should do. And it's an awful idea every time. And it's like, yep. okay, you just keep running over everybody with your bullshit and you're going to end up getting, you know,
4: corn. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Get corn. And, hulked, huh?
4: Listen, I know they're kids, but they already fucking stabbed you. Kill that motherfucker with a crowbar. Yeah,
0: exactly.
6: (laughs) Was it just me or when he ran that kid over with the car earlier in the movie? He seemed to not care. Yeah. (laughs) Because she
4: asked him, is he dead? And he was like, oh, he was already dead when he was walking around on the road. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
3: And, you know, I, there were some problems I had with whether or not, I mean, you know, it's that whole somebody's lurking in the bushes. Like, I it, oh, my God, I'm, I'm stammering over myself because I got six thoughts coming at once, but they're all this one. I don't like a lot of things about horror movies wherever the, the scary thing just keeps wandering around. And so the very first thing when, when she's like sleeping in the car trying to rest it off and he's wandering around and then he just decides, you know what, I'm just going to go back. Like I, I don't, I don't get what what we're what we're supposed to get from that. I mean, I understand that that's like manufactured tension, but I hate if you put too much thought into it, then it just completely crumbles.
4: Yeah, because like she's looking back and forth the whole time, and yeah. it's a pretty wide open space. Yeah. if there was a guy there, she would have seen him. Yeah, but he jumped
3: in the gas tank. Where did he go?
4: Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And the rest of the movie continues on that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I was not, not. I mean,
3: and the Malachi, the, the the redheaded kid, you know, the the real villain of the movie, I guess. Uh, every time he screamed, you all ever see that meme that I'm a fire in my laser. Oh. <laughs> Have you all ever seen that? Yeah. There, there was a meme that was like super popular back in the day. I'm firing my laser, and he had these big, enormous, like this big, enormous mouth. And I swear, it is that kid. <laughs> that kid had okay. the biggest mouth I've ever seen in my life. Watch, not to mention, 80% of his lines are screamed at top volume. So yep. every time you see him, he is yelling something. Yeah, that, that kid was was
4: mostly mouth. Yeah, I feel bad <laughs> for that guy. Well, I mean, because. Realistically, he was mostly mostly. Male yeah, no <laughs> kidding. <laughs> like uh, fresh feathered hair. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah I, I kind of agree with you, but I did have more fun with this than I thought I would because my memories of Children of the Corn I think maybe came mostly from the sequels, which were oh, way more cheesy than this thing.
2: So I you can call. believe that.
4: Yeah. The, like, the sequels were garbage. and uh, But this one actually had at least some sort of storyline. And knowing now that uh, all of the Stephen King things were put together, um, uh, Lance, I know you're a big fan of it. Uh, I, I have questions. Well, um,
0: I, I
2: think this movie would have made a good short story, or maybe like a 10-minute part of what? a... <laughs> Of a, I mean, of, a, of a weekend special it was, or something,
3: right? It was like a short it was story. was a short
5: story. I uh, know. I'm, oh.
2: I'm, <laughs> that's why I said that. Uh-huh. Uh, right. I've, I've now caught up to the joke. Thank you. Yeah, this was <laughs> way dragged out. I think I think the acting of the little kid, Isaac, was really good, and I thought Linda Hamilton was passable. But other
4: than that, I mean, god damn. This, this thing did not need to be an hour and a half. Yeah. Now, did it have any relation to, like, In the Tall Grass...
2: I think so. I think all his stuff at, at some point ca- kind of comes together. He brings up a lot of the same you know characters and the same locations and stuff like that. So at, at some point all Stephen King <laughs> Keith, is that him? That is yeah. him. Holy <laughs> shit. You're killing me, dude. Uh, oh man, yeah. don't open messenger anybody. But uh um- <laughs> No, uh, it, right. and that kid was horrible, too. Most of the kids were fucking horrible. The main actor was horrible. You could tell these people hadn't made
4: a lot of, you know, movies before. I, I, to That's me, it That's a was big problem with having a lot of kids as your main characters.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, t- to answer your question, Philip, I, I don't know, man. If you read enough Stephen King, you start hear, seeing a lot of the same characters. Uh, things
4: over and over again and then everything and and the he who walks behind the rose did that like does that tie into anything i'm not really specific i don't think specifically
2: but like basically if you want to know everything about stephen king's universe don't read all of his horror horror books go in and read all the dark tower series gotcha Because everything that's ever come up in any of his uh, novels somehow pops up in the dark tower and then especially by the time you get to the second to last book where it's kind of like starting to disappear inside its own navel, so to speak, because basically the, the characters meet a younger Stephen King back when he was a, an, an acting alcoholic, um, and
4: it becomes a real trip, like a mind bug. <laughs> I <think> al- so. <laughs> alcoholic is uh, a generous term. <laughs>
2: yeah, he was, uh, he, he was pretty bad off. I think he, was, he really got into cocaine for a while. Um, well, we know he did. We did the trivia for the with Beat and Marcy, <laughs> for the Tommy Knockers, right? Well,
4: and uh, what was the the one with the cars? Oh it, yeah, Maximum Drive. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said he doesn't even remember doing that movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you believe that, Keith?
4: say that one more time i couldn't hear that last do, thing
2: do you believe that about stephen king do you know do you know too much about his personal life
4: max maximum know. overdrive he was I, he was on so much cocaine that he I, didn't I've even heard, remember doing it
3: i've heard that a few times but I, yeah. you know it's one of those things where I, he, he's such a nice guy i hate to spread rumors that i don't know for a fact but you know i've heard that a few times so well that know. came out of his mouth so well, <laughs> <laughs> then, then that's you know I'll, I'll let him be the one to say it i i, I <laughs> I, he he's a sweet guy, you know, and, and his and his son is a very nice guy too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sidestep that. <laughs> I don't well,
2: blame well you. Well done, man. Well done. <laughs> all right, Nez, we're waiting for the hella good stamp.
5: No, of course, man. This movie this movie's awesome. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's 80s, <laughs> man. Yeah, Look course. I had a good time with it, dude. I saw it when it was brand new and I still watch it today. I love this movie, but all the sequels garbage well the second one was <laughs> at least it tied into what was happening it was basically the um not the very i guess it was like the next day because all the kids that took off they were all hiding but they were oh, still in the area
3: well, okay but, so just that just reminded me and i hate to, to cut you off but there that last little like you know, okay, guys, we're all gonna do this, and then that girl's in the car, and she gets attacked, and oh, knocked her out. All right, so now we're really done. Was that really necessary? Were they setting up? Is that set up for the sequel? What was going on there? Now it these about, motherfuckers alive. You people are terrible soldiers. <laughs> yeah.
5: It was it was it was more of just a uh, a last minute jump scare. I mean, it uh, was
3: okay. So I hit
5: that. I just, it did its job in the theater because everyone did scream. Oh, uh, okay, but. Um, as far as story-wise, no. Um, I, I figured that after everything that they had seen, because up to this point, I don't think anyone's had seen anything except for Isaac and they finally saw everything. And then, uh, Malachi flying through the air and whatever that thing was, <laughs> the little magical light that, uh, got Isaac <laughs> and everything. So, but um i think that would have scared the hell out of me i wouldn't want to be a part of this uh, little children cult but uh there was some diehards that stuck around and uh, they kept uh, they kept it going but uh, but but for this film i thought it was awesome uh john franklin who played isaac i thought he was awesome and i'm not sure if he did any more acting uh the only thing i've seen him in was um, a TV commercial, and then he <laughs> came back for the sixth film. It was like uh, Children uh, of the Corn, six six six, The Return of Isaac. Uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't die. He he's was in, in a coma. He was in the Adams family. Oh, that's right. He was um, oh, wow. cousin it. Yeah, cousin it. He. Um, but anyway, he was in a hospital. I assume those kids picked him up and took him to the hospital, and he was in a coma for. Uh, a billion years. And,
0: uh, <laughs> sure, why
2: not?
5: And uh, uh, the 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 story is, um, from what I remember, uh, one of uh, his followers was in love with him so much. Uh, I guess she uh, woke up little Isaac and jumped on, and uh, got pregnant. But then that uh, that baby <laughs> got taken somewhere else. So that girl, the, his his daughter, actually grew up and then came back and found out that who her dad was, and then all the, the craziness. I don't really remember much more after that because it was just stupid. Right. I only watched it because I wanted <laughs> to see how Isaac was still alive. That was the only reason I'd seen right. it. And, and it you was got terrible. your answer. Yeah, but the movie was terrible. <laughs> I don't remember if he died or whatever at the end. But uh, but with this one, I enjoyed it. I was already fully on board with Stephen King. Um, it started in the 70s with Carrie and all that. And then everything... Um, it seemed like they were coming out with Stephen King movies like every weekend. I mean, there were they, the eighties; they were just shoving it down our throat.
0: They're, they're,
2: they still are. <laughs> uh,
5: I was I was on board for all of it. Not not all of them were good, but I mean, this was one of the ones. Uh, I don't have every single Stephen King movie in my collection. But I only got the ones that I like. Uh, Maximum Overdrive—that's awesome film. I love it. Uh, but this one, man, I enjoyed for, enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, I did read the story much later when I was older, and it was not like the movie. But um, I mean, I, I I wish if somebody they've remade Children of the Corn. I want to say two more times. I could be wrong. Did they? both, both of those were done? Yeah, the same story. New one. Uh, another one. Well, there you yeah. go. Um, I don't know where they're at uh, with the sequels. I know they made. If it's not close to ten, it's getting it's getting there. But uh, that last remake that I saw of this one was terrible. Uh, it was just not good, and it's I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, again, I'm I'm a little beginning filmmaker. I'm not saying I can make a good Children of the Corn sequel, but. Uh, and it goes back to that question: Where are these guys getting all this money from to make these movies? <laughs> so, but I mean, they're doing it, so I- I'm not hate. I'm not hating on you guys. Keep
4: that was the first thing I thought of: was man, if they like did a, a, a reboot of Children of the Corn, I- it could be really cool if they did it today with today's special effects.
2: You think so? Oh, you mean all CGI fire instead of real fire in the cornfield? Well, <laughs> no,
4: <laughs> and animated fire at some
5: point yeah, in this. I mean, but what I loved about it the most is it was what um, a a lot of Stephen King stuff they did. I mean, Mm -hmm. it just they didn't you. you, We know about he who walks behind the roads, but we never actually saw it. That that light or whatever was at the end that that wasn't him from what I understand. Um, But I mean, I liked it for what it was. It it gave you that especially as a little kid. What was I uh, 13 when I saw this? So I mean I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean what was the, what was behind the the rose? Uh is that little girl or somebody drew a picture that looked like a dragon. Uh, I was waiting to see that, but we didn't.
0: Right. Yeah.
5: So
4: but just I don't a big know. Cloud. Or it was yeah. was it that Satan guy from the Dark Tower?
5: I don't know. See, I, I haven't read that book too long, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but if they, they better not be basing it on that movie because that You're movie talking about gar-
2: Matthew McConaughey, the man in black?
5: That was garbage.
2: (laughs) Well, (laughs) you try to squeeze something like that into one little two-hour movie, you know. Well,
5: I heard they were supposed to make that like a series of movies, but since that one tanked, they said now we don't want to do anymore.
2: Thank God, right? Which sucks because they had a great cast. I think I know. Well, should not? Well, I don't know. Maybe Mm. miscast a little bit. I don't
6: know. It would would make a great.
2: It would make a great TV show. Do what, Brian?
6: Idris was good. I don't know about Matthew McConaughey.
4: He was terrible in that role. I thought. I thought he was bad in that role. I don't hate him there. I just I don't like what they did with him. I don't he, I, I he can't didn't come off as Matthew evil. Kind of hay for anything at this point really. He's bad. I don't
6: I don't know. <laughs> he didn't come off as evil and intimidating. Mm-hmm. He just kind of came off as somebody you want to have a beer with.
4: Well, you think the the devil <laughs> is going to be evil and intimidating or somebody that you want to no, have that's a beer a with? Good point. Good point. Mhm. Yes.
5: But as a as a filmmaker, I mean If some big studio threw money at you, um, especially during this time, I mean, you do what you can, especially with the special effects. I mean, did it need all the little crazy little animated stuff? No. But, I mean, I thought what they did, the practical effects... And if that isn't a big hustle move, getting some boy scouts to dig a trench, man, I, I don't know what is. But, <laughs> um, but it's I mean, for what is what it is. <laughs> but I mean, for what it is, I'm sure those little boys were like, oh man, we're helping making a movie. I mean, cool, yeah. man, it was awesome for them, and I'm sure play, they got play, rewarded for it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, for what it was, I enjoyed it. I mean, I still enjoy it today. I get my kids to watch it, and they go, "You like this?" I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm,
5: I'm with them. I'm with them, Nez so but no man i thought this movie was awesome it still holds up in my book i love it this is probably one of my favorite uh 80s stephen king films and everybody in it was good uh, malachi courtney Gaines, i've met him a few times at, at cons and he's awesome to talk to and i thought he did a good job yes he's done a, a million other things he i is think right, you. Uh, no but he <laughs> does have a big mouth but um yeah he was cool he at least answered all my questions <laughs> on, on what we had for it but for what the movie is peter horton i never really cared for him i hated his character in 30 something and uh, i think wings he was in that i can't remember but uh, lindle hamilton she's sarah connor so uh, i'm of course uh, i'm gonna love it that's probably right. one of the other main reasons I, I seen this but as far as the other little kids in the film the only one that i've ever seen in other things was uh, other than john franklin with the 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 sequel was courtney Gaines. i don't i don't think i've seen any of those other kids in anything else
4: that girl at the end that popped up she's been in other stuff right Uh, i I don't know
3: oh she looks like somebody that you're thinking of because yeah i know because she was i did the same thing i had that like oh that's and then i was like oh no wait this is the 80s this is not the people i'm thinking of now but she did the same thing to me she looks like um oh gosh what is her name um Give, give me a second I'm gonna I'm gonna I gotta kind of go out and around and, and find her a different way but I think I think, think yeah think.
4: she looks she looks uh, familiar I didn't like look her up or anything but I was like oh I feel like I've seen her before
3: yeah, I'm trying to remember something I've seen her in to look her up here um now I'll, I'll get back to y'all we'll, we'll come
5: On my
4: back. big fat Greek wedding
5: no wait <laughs> there, uh, there was another guy in it that i had noticed uh he had been in a few movies he was in like uh return of the living dead as well as uh tombstone Break. he's in he tombstone what? yeah john Philbin. uh
6: oh, that the, guy one, the one, one that had the 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 shit carved on his chest he had that pentagram movie. on his chest yeah wow. he was uh lance he was the guy that tried to step up to kurt russell and said i'll fight you right now And he took his own gun from him and knocked him out. He
2: went down fast. He hit him in the head with a gun, didn't he? Yeah, (laughs) that's him. (laughs) About the same as this movie. (laughs) Oh, Brian, I want to know what side of the fence you land on
6: here. Okay, when I seen this as a kid, I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Now that I am grown, not so much. (laughs) I like the beginning. I like the end. The whole middle, you can just get rid of that entire part right there.
4: Yeah, (laughs) a lot of bad decisions, I think. Yeah,
6: um, the practical effects I thought were good. Uh, Peter Horton, I don't like him. I don't know if we were not supposed to like him throughout this entire movie. I think we Uh, were supposed to. We didn't. Uh, Uh, Keith, you were right about that ending. I hated it (laughs) because... I didn't like how he even, he knocked her out and then he had to say, oh, she's out cold. I'm just like, you don't have to tell us that. Yeah. <laughs>
4: um, she's obviously not changing. Kill that bitch. Uh, I kind of uh, like uh, Malachi
6: in the movie. Uh, Isaac. <laughs> go ahead. I was just, I do too. I liked Malachi. I was a yeah. fan. Isaac, I don't know if I was supposed to laugh when they put him up on the cross and he was screaming.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, it's kind
4: of funny. <laughs>
6: Uh, overall, like Linda Hamilton, like I, this is not what I want to remember her from. She's she's a Sarah <laughs> Connor to me, and
3: right? Exactly.
6: Just like I said, it, this this probably would have been better as like a short or maybe an episode in an anthology series or something because that whole middle part for me just kind of drug on. the The two quote unquote good kids were horrible in this, especially the boy, Job. <laughs>
4: Is that what his name was? Joby. Yeah, <laughs> Sarah. I think was the other one. Yeah, same name as the guy in the lawnmower. Man, does that mean anything?
2: <laughs> Philip. Philip's right connecting the dots all over the King. The King yeah.
4: universe. Huh. I'm so, trying. I haven't really read a lot of the books, but I know all this shit's connected. So I'm like, well, is this what his, his prequel? Means? Maybe.
6: He becomes the lawnmower man. ain't that something, and then the little girl Sarah is drawing pictures of Sarah Connor's potential doom, and she doesn't say anything. And I'm just
5: kind of
4: because <laughs> she's got the shining. Oh,
5: <laughs> she's got there the you gift
4: go. of sight. There, you,
5: there go. you go.
2: She's got the shining. You, yeah. I think you just nailed it, Philip. Serious. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
6: I, I I I respect it as as what it is, but on this rewatch, I just I just remember liking it a whole lot more when I was younger.
5: Well, I think the other thing that I love about this was that the, the the character Isaac. I mean, he was that much of a pimp to have that much control, mind mm-hmm. control, to get all the kids in town to kill their parents and, and all the grown-ups.
6: Because uh, no one's ever seen who, who they're talking about, right? They're just all going off of Isaac.
5: No, because in, in the beginning, when, when Joby was telling the story, he was like, yeah, when Isaac showed up, uh, he, he just started going around spreading his gospel and the, the little kids just ate up into it yeah to give the gap yeah i don't know how long it was going on well uh, before he got there and how long if it wasn't because it didn't look like uh joby and sarah aged very much uh to where there was there was grown ups and then yeah. when it was just the kids so it, it all must have happened really fast or how long was isaac there to just manipulate everyone's mind. So I mean, that well, was...
4: especially if you're going to kill everybody over the age of eighteen, that doesn't seem very sustainable. Who's <laughs> the stupid kid?
6: The one that tried to get away in the beginning?
4: Why would
3: just you run through the cornfield, <laughs> Joseph? Yeah, He was just there to be murdered.
5: He was trying to uh, go get help from through from the cornfield.
4: Uh... Well, where else are you going to run? He, you, know. If You
5: want to you want to be you don't want to be running down the road when they can see you might as well run through the corn. Yeah, uh, but, he, but this he, is he, he was
6: scared. But this is where they're talking about the he who whatever. Yeah, is in the cornfield. So you got to run through
5: the cornfield with your little suitcase.
4: That's a good point.
5: <laughs> I, I wouldn't have took a suitcase. I would have found a backpack or something. I mean, but
4: or just fucking go do not like you have anything that's worth saving anyway. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't tell the little girl
6: with the gift of sight who's just going to draw a picture of what you're doing.
4: Yeah, <laughs> They're like, hey, go look out for
5: me.
0: Hey, there's nobody around! They're not looking! <laughs> <laughs>
5: These are kids. Give them a break. <laughs> but,
3: yeah. Well, I mean, um, like your whole thing of a minute ago when you were saying, oh, you know, they were so convincing. I mean, kids are dumb. They believe a lot of stuff. I, 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 They're like, yep, that sounds right.
5: I mean, to worry, okay, you can ma- manipulate little kids. Uh, not, not, not saying should, that's good, boys and girls. But <laughs> and what God he did dang. to them, what he did to them, yeah, okay, I could, I could believe that. But he was he, his pimp game was so strong that he got the older kids to do it. uh Going, going back to the the kid that was getting ready to kill himself. Or, or give himself to uh, He Who Walks Behind the Rose because it, w- it was his 18th birthday. Like, how much um, uh, mind manipulation do you have to get some, basically a man to go just, all right, cool, I'm, I'm going to give myself a- and get killed? I mean, that's how strong uh, Isaac was towards these kids. Yeah, he looked well, like a little Winkling, and any of us could have probably just knocked him out really quick. But
4: And they had his- a whole book of other people that had done the same thing.
5: Yeah, so I mean, it was it was crazy. Man, I like that. I mean, if you want to go into more of it, read the little the little short story uh, about it. I mean, it kind of goes into a little more. Again, with all these movies in the 80s, if you look at it, a lot of these stories were made from short stories. They weren't uh, full novels. Uh, yes, there was novels made into movies, but um, like some of the small ones, Maximum Overdrive, that was a short story. Stand by Me was a short story. This one. Was and it, it's just it's crazy on on what they did in the eighties. I think at that time when there was horror movies coming out every single weekend, and you might as well go to one of the masters of horror. Hey man, we're going to take this and we're going to give you this much money so you can buy some more coke. And yeah, fuck it, go ahead, make it. <laughs> so I mean, I mean that that's how he got paid, and he's still getting paid now. So I mean, I can't hate on uh, King man. He, he's getting his money. He don't ever have to worry about nothing. But. But I love this film. I mean, no one can uh, talk me uh, down on it. I mean, I loved it from when I first saw it, from when I read the story, and I still enjoy it today. Let me ask you another question. Okay, they couldn't use
6: the car to get away at first because it had the corn husk all through it. It But then at the end, they were going to use it to drive away.
3: No, no, they were going to walk 19 miles, which did anybody else realize that?
6: But no, it's they were only gonna try.
3: nineteen miles.
6: They were going <laughs> to try to use it, but then they had to knock the little girl out. Yeah,
3: and then, and then like they the, weren't
6: going to use it. Why?
3: Nineteen miles, and I just thought, damn, it's not like I mean, you know, five miles is a little bit of a hike after
6: you've had after you fought off a demon,
2: but yeah,
3: you know, we're going to do a nineteen <laughs> mile hike after a demon fight. Come on,
2: man. All right, I I think we've dragged this one through the cornfield, guys. Ah. Uh. <laughs>
4: All right, uh, so let's do scores. Uh, Keith, one to ten. What do you rate this one?
6: Man, um, I know how you feel.
1: I'm, I'm
3: gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give it a solid five, and I'm not, and I'm okay. only gonna do it because I did not love it, but at the same time, I did kind of like the little twist at the end where it turned out there was legit something going on, uh, because I, I I didn't see that coming. And if otherwise, I, it, it put me to sleep. But I'm going to give it enough score for that.
4: Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give it a six. I think uh, I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I was going to. But I feel like maybe I thought that I was going to watch one of those cheesy-ass sequels. And uh, this came up, and I was like, oh, yeah, this movie's not that bad. <laughs> so – there, that should be on the fucking tagline. This movie's not that bad. <laughs> Lance Uh it, it was kind of fun.
2: We had we had a lot of fun watching it, you know. So and I, like I said the Isaac's acting was good and yeah, I always always love seeing Linda Hamilton. So uh I won't I won't t- tear it apart. I'll give it I'll give it a solid 4 on 10.
5: Okay. Uh Kev this is a ten all the way.
4: Ten. <laughs> of crazy. It's hella good. <laughs>
6: Stamp it. Uh my turn? Yeah. I will give it a five. Um I like the story. I just thought it drug on too much. Um I like the effects, but just majority of the cast, I just I didn't like anybody really in the cast other than Malachi and I guess Isaac did what he needed to do in the film, but uh there was there was just a lot here they could have just got rid of
4: yeah it was just that the fucking main guy just was like dumb decision after dumb decision he makes i don't
6: it. even think i've ever seen i've seen him what's that volleyball movie i've seen him in that a volleyball the movie. top yeah. sequence? no it's
0: uh
6: <laughs> what's his name uh from uh Nah, we will just skip it. I don't even know what I'm
0: talking about. <laughs> it, it was a
6: beach it was a beach volleyball movie with the dude from um oh, what is his name?
0: What the is
6: P- happening right now? Pony Boy from Outside. Yeah. Oh. What's his name? See he Thomas Hell. Yeah, they did a beach volleyball movie.
5: I'm trying to look it up.
4: Is that a huh. thing?
5: It, it sounds
6: called, familiar. It's called Who side, did out. A beach movie? Side, oh, side Out.
5: volleyball Side Out, no
6: good. Okay. It was the 80s. So yeah. this this movie fueled
4: by cocaine and Miller Lite. Uh. All right. So uh, now we'll move on to Chud. Uh, A bizarre series of sudden disappearances on the streets of New York City uh, seems to point to uh, towards something unsavory living in the sewers. Uh, Director is Douglas Cheek, also known for Peter and Paul uh, and the Christian Revolution. (laughs) Not much else. (laughs) Uh, Writers are Parnell Hall and shepherd abbott uh the original concept art uh of the chud c-h-u-d uh shows that their faces looked more animal and like an appearance um in issue 32 of fangoria producer andrew uh is that right sure Uh, Refer to the film as an expensive-looking film and expensive concept. It's a high-quality kind of picture. All right. Well, I call it
3: high quality, but yeah. (laughs) When I I saw the poster, I mean the poster itself screams '80s. First of all, like the the one that's on IMDb. I, I know there was like multiple posters for it, but this is another one of those movies that I had never seen. I'd never even heard of. And when, when y'all told me the lineup was Children of the Corn and Chud, I thought, well, Children of the Corn, I've never seen that and it's been around forever. And I, you know, I ended up not enjoying that. And I was like, oh man, Chud's gonna be awful. I loved the hell out of
0: Chud. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I wanna
3: go on record right now. It's one of my favorite things that I've seen in a while. I probably nice. would on my weekend cool or or whatever y'all called that segment earlier. Because <laughs> I was just like <laughs> I was maybe 10 minutes in, and I was like, holy shit, this is actually fun. This is fantastic.
4: <laughs> so we're fans of Chud, then.
3: Yeah. And, and not to mention, I like that the uh, the main, uh, the Reverend guy is, of course, the, he will forever be barred from uh, from Home Alone, and, right. the, the, <laughs> of course, the father from Home Alone. So I thought that was kind of amusing. Oh,
4: yeah. Didn't even click.
6: <laughs> John Hurd rest in peace is he dead yeah yeah he passed a few years ago
0: Uh,
4: oh well thanks for bringing everything down i didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) oh wow in the same movie again all right uh well yeah i i I sort of feel the, the felt the same way like i'd heard of chud before i felt like i had watched it and then when i started watching it i was like i've never seen this movie and uh dude it was seriously entertaining i was like how is this not a bigger 80s movie this was right? a lot of fucking fun yeah it was very fun I, I was so
3: stunned by how much fun that was i i it caught me so off guard right from the yeah. game i was enjoying it from you know five minutes in and i was i was hooked the whole time there's a yeah. I mean, i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a little bit of uh uh, the the end kind of can't figure out what it's trying to do.
4: Right.
0: But that, but that's they, okay. Yeah, no, that was dumb. That's
3: yeah, okay. They, they sort of couldn't figure out how to, like, they they built it up, they'd done all the suspense, and then there was the moment where you had to actually deal with the creatures, and I, I felt like they didn't exactly know what they wanted to do to to make that work, so we had the, because at the end, they really end up just battling the gas, you know, they don't really end up battling the <laughs> I don't, is there, I'm trying to think, like, and and maybe it's just, it's escaping me at the moment, but do we see, is there, other than that truck blowing up, is that, that's pretty much it, right? Like, we don't actually see the demise of any of the other creatures from that last showdown,
4: right? Yeah, that's about it. And then, and then they hug until the credits. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But, But, uh, yeah. Uh, and and so yeah that's, uh, that's that's a good point the end is maybe not quite so thought out and it seemed like it would have been cool to to kill some of those creatures off yeah figure sure. all that shit out and they at built least them up, they did all are that, they dead or are they not who yeah. knows
3: even <laughs> battle got
4: its head cut off <laughs> <laughs> Well, the one did whose neck grew for some reason yeah. Well, they cut it off. <laughs> yeah all of a sudden he turned into the, the, the grandma from
3: evil dead. I was like, what's going on here? Swallow your soul, swallow your soul. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh
4: but I I, I I like the uh practical effects. I love the creatures in this thing. Um I I, I like the story behind it and this evil fucking government guy who just keeps pushing nuclear waste down in, into the sewers <laughs> and doing whatever he can to cover it up yeah um that's what they do because back to political stuff if you don't uh, think that shit is happening i mean not necessarily yeah. in that particular scenario I, you're ignorant <laughs> <I don't know.
5: laughs> you yeah but
2: not I? not under new york city more like out where nez lives am i right nez <laughs>
5: Uh, not here. Uh, I, I would know because there'd be kids walking around with ten heads. But
4: <laughs> saying, don't think that they're doing some sneaky fucking shit at some point. Oh yeah, of course they are. Trying to cover it up at all costs so that it doesn't get covered in the media.
5: There's What's a it? place. There's a place here uh, close to. I'm in California, right next to Nevada, only about 100 miles from here. Um, I can't remember. There's a mountain somewhere where they were storing nuclear waste. Jesus. Uh-huh. Oh, um, what could go wrong for a, yeah. <laughs> for a rainy day? But, yeah, they all the, the, the waste that they were getting, I don't know where it was all coming from, but they were storing it in some big underground
4: caves in the mountain. And It's the not like a... Weird. land
2: of earthquakes. <laughs>
5: because
4: yeah. nuclear energy is actually pretty clean. I mean, there's very little waste that's, that comes from it.
5: I don't know, all that stuff that's spilling into the ocean in Japan...
4: That's still spilling in there. Well, right uh, from earlier stuff, but like, had they had different regulations, we could do something with that. I think it's a, a more efficient type of energy. But anyway, on from that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I I did really enjoy this movie more than I thought I was going to because I thought I had seen it before and it was just one of those dumbass '80s movies that fell by the wayside. And I watched. Hey. Like, wow, this is
0: awesome.
4: Listen, dude, not every movie in the 80s, Witchboard, is good.
5: Hey, Witchboard is hella good. What are you talking
4: about? You were on that show.
5: Uh, Shout out to the League of Geeks.
4: All right. So, Nez, Nez, what did you think about it? This movie's hella good, too. Of course it is.
5: Uh, <laughs> this, this was a film that um, I've told this story many times. Uh, the theater right around the corner from our house. I would just go look at the posters of, of new things coming out. And i just said, what's this? Another monster movie? Cool, I'll go see it. Um, I actually saw, uh, it was a double feature. I can't remember what I went. I went to actually go see the second or the, the first film. And this was the second one. And I hated the first film. I can't even remember what that was because um it was that bad. I don't remember it. But I left the theater. Well, man, that was hella good. Um what I loved about it was the little the political background stuff that was going on. I mean, I know a lot of people don't think this is going on, but you guys need to open your eyes, man. There's there's a lot of shitty shit that goes around with the government and what well, they were doing. The Nuclear uh, Regu- Regulatory Commission. I mean, that's what they were doing. They were just for some reason. Oh, you know what? Let's all this nuclear waste. We got nowhere else to hide it. Let's go hide it in the sewers of New York.
4: Right. So, I mean, and that would like- surprise me. Yeah. Why do you think we have this aversion to nuclear energy? <laughs> so I mean, so that's
5: what I liked about it. I mean, and I just love monster movies. So I thought, I thought that was cool—a cool little touch. And I, I loved what they did for them hiding all this nuclear waste. And all the homelessness that's going on, especially in New York, and a lot of those people, like they were saying, they were all living underground because there was nowhere else to live uh, above ground. So there's no one down here. We can live down here. And all the chemicals and all that stuff got towards them, and then this is what deformed them because they were saying the Chud stood for – or when, uh, when they were coming down to it, when uh, Bosch, the the police captain, and the reverend, when they were like uh, – the reverend w- w- had the, the first um, – News about it all, because he was the he was working in the soup kitchen and he was dealing with all the homeless and they were figuring out what was going on. Uh, John heard he was just a photographer and he was taking pictures of homeless people. But what was going on there, I liked. and then when they figured out that there was uh, what was causing it all, um and when they cause uh, uh, the reverend, he found all that stuff, the, the boot, the um what do you call that radiation detector? That thing, Guy, another Geiger thing. Counter. Yeah. yeah, he found all that stuff, and then so though that's when he went to the cops and the police. Were like, what? No one else wanted to believe him, but Bosch He's like, you know what? I- I'll listen to you. So that's when they went down there. I thought that that was my favorite scene in the film when they found right. the little Geiger counter. When they were like, yeah. "What's this?" And then when they turned it on, and at that point we never saw the monsters yet, but then that little thing started beeping, and then it went it like red and then you just heard this loud scream. You're like, what the hell was that? Yeah, Someone walked I, by. I was-
2: I was thinking, why are why weren't they dead? <laughs> you
5: know, if yeah. It, I mean, that much radiation. Oh, yeah. right. There's probably something wrong with Should've them now, but, but. everything that was going on this, I loved, and when then when they actually found out uh, what was happening, that they were doing this, and then the the, the cover up, because that one uh, commission guy that, that was working for the Nuclear Regulatory S- uh, Commission, he just straight up, we got to make up some kind of lie, and that's when they yep. brought up the cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. But when they found, actually found it, and they found the, the containers that was in, it said contamination hazard urban disposal. I mean, that's, it, again, I mean, that's just where my mind goes with all this type of stuff. Because I mean. to say that this doesn't happen, not to, that there's going to be monsters, but for them to hide all this shit, and, and there's so much going on uh, within the United States, that they're, they're not telling us. I mean, yeah, some of you probably, oh, it's just conspiracy theories, and, and you're nuts and all that. All right, then I'm nuts. But I believe stuff like this has happened. Not saying there's going to be monsters, but I believe there is always them trying to hide something. So that's what I I love about it. As a little kid watching this film, it was awesome.
4: All you You want that doesn't make it not true. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, that's what I mean. I mean, you'd have to be pretty naive to not think that there's not some stuff getting covered up. I mean, there's absolutely stuff getting covered up. Now, is it nuclear waste that's creating creatures that. You know, grow long necks? Probably not.
5: But is, is there stuff
3: that we don't know that's getting covered up? Oh, 100%.
5: 100%. Yeah. That's what I loved about what they were trying to say in this. And to turn it into a horror movie that that, that kept you in, in, entertained and everything, I mean, I thought they just did an amazing job with this film. I can't say that for the second film, but. Uh, oh, you, Bud didn't, to
6: Chud? you didn't like Bud the Chud?
5: No. No. <laughs> We're going to have to do that one next year, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) But but overall, everything in this, I thought it was good. I mean, John Heard, Daniel Stern, everybody that did their part, I thought it was awesome. Um, And I don't know if those were real homeless people. I mean, but it it was good. (laughs) I liked what they did, and I don't know where they filmed this. I mean, I don't know if they really went underground, underground somewhere, but I thought it was cool.
4: Daniel Stern looked like a real homeless person in that one. I think they just did a good job with throwing dirt on people. No shit. Daniel Stern. <laughs> hey,
2: yeah. I'll, 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 just say one quick thing and then I'm going to turn it over to Brian. I, I, it wasn't all star cast for sure, but I thought what took the cake was seeing John Goodman show up
0: Oh, yeah. that nine, that yeah.
2: for yeah. all of
3: 10 seconds <laughs> out of nowhere he was like an asshole. And then they were just like, all right, that's, that's, that's your John Goodman fix. Enjoy.
5: You got to start somewhere. (laughs) Uh, What'd you think, Brian? Uh, Yeah. What'd you think?
6: I love Chud. I love Chud. Um, I'll keep mine brief. Um, I enjoyed the cast, especially John Hurd, rest in peace, Daniel Stern. Um, I I will just say, I did have a little bit of a gripe. I'm, Uh, into the creature features I wish we could have seen a lot more of the chuds and uh, see them actually tear people apart because I mean they're cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers and I like all the practical effects with you know because you you would see like body parts just laying around people's heads and I loved all that I just kind of wanted to see more than just their heads and hands and I just I wanted to see them more in action, and they're uh,
4: obviously not that hungry because otherwise they would have eaten that pe- those pieces too. Yeah, true,
6: <laughs> true.
2: They're picky. And,
6: yeah, and I like the whole story of the dumping the waste in the underground, and I, but it's not smart to keep all the information all together with the waste you're dumping because there yeah. was boxes of files and.
5: And stencil it onto the canisters.
4: <laughs> yes. It was It was yeah. a literal exposition dump. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that's true. If you're going to dump nuclear waste somewhere, maybe don't put your company name on it.
0: Yep.
6: <laughs> yeah, but overall, I love Chud. And as, yes, we will do Bud the Chud, because I could be wrong. I'm remembering the movie a lot different, but <laughs> I like
5: that movie too.
0: Yeah.
5: <laughs> Did they look better than the monsters in the pit? Brian, yes.
6: <laughs>
4: all right, all right. Go, go
6: uh, watch Lance? the pit. It's streaming on Shudder. It is.
0: Is it yeah. the pits?
6: <laughs> it Lance, watch it. It's okay. Weird <laughs> and ridiculous. Lance, did you go?
2: Uh, yep. I yeah. just said. I said. I saw John
4: Goodman pop up. i <laughs> oh, <that's right.
2: laughs>
4: Alright, well let's do scores for Chud. Uh, Keith.
3: Oh, that's hard. I mean, is it the I know, best we've right? seen? 20. was the ending a little bit of a mess? Yes. But is it a solid probably I, I would I wanna give it either a, a high seven or a low eight.
4: Low eight. Uh, you can give it whatever score you want to. Uh, well, that's that's what I'm doing.
3: I'm doing same. between. A, I'm going to do a high seven to low eight. So take take what you want out of that. You will right. Call it an eight if you want to, uh, but that feels a little too good for it. But I love yeah. every part of it. So you know, maybe maybe it's maybe that's worth it. I mean, did I enjoy it? Did I have a good time with my hour and a half? Yes, I, I definitely did. So
4: yeah, I think uh, like I had a way better time with this film than, than I thought I was going to, I like, I, I swear to God, I thought I had seen this before and I definitely haven't because I would have remembered it. Maybe. (laughs) 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 Depending, depending on how Ah, it's pretty memorable. I mean, I I can't (laughs) imagine not remembering it. Right. But uh, I, I, I maybe I had just seen it and I was gonna watch it and then I never did and then I, I regret not doing it now because I, I again I had a really good time with it, man. I'm gonna give it a, uh, I, I think it's a really solid seven, and Very it nice. totally holds up. Daniel Stern is awesome in this. The whole cast is pretty great. Um, yeah, you're right about the ending. I, they, they, they sort of like wrap that up a little quick. And, uh, and you know, they had the cheesy eighties, uh, oh, well, but well, he's going to hug his girlfriend at the end and that's going to be the end of the movie, which was dumb. Yeah, gotta but. have the hard music going out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the way they did things then. Um, so I, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> dock too many points for that. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Lance.
2: Uh, I'll give it a
4: seven. Yeah, solid seven. It was a fun movie. I loved the special
2: effects of the creature. I'm glad they didn't make it more animalistic. I thought it was perfect the way it was with the glowing eyes. Yeah. I thought all the actors were, were really good. I thought Daniel Stern was really convincing as a, as a fucking nut job soup kitchen guy. And well, he kind of looks the, like
4: that anyway. He does. And all the <laughs>
2: soup ki- or soup kitchen, all the homeless people really looked homeless. So I'll give him a point for that.
4: Yeah, that dude in the homeless kitchen that, like, slammed the knife on the table and was talking crazy shit. Actually scared me a little bit. Legit, like, <laughs> homeless schizophrenic them. talk, you know? That's what I
3: was thinking, Brian.
6: You scared the cat. I'm
3: going gonna, I'm gonna to put a fun little story here. Whenever I was trying to recast Christmas with the Dead for the new one, I don't know who's seen Christmas with the Dead or not, but do know that we have a crazy cr- preacher in it. And so when I was trying to find who was going to be my new crazy preacher— uh, we were doing casting calls, and these are all people I didn't know. And this guy that I had no idea anything about him, he comes in and he he starts auditioning. But about a midway through the audition, I, I start to get that feeling of this isn't a guy auditioning. This is a guy who's homeless who wandered in off the street. <laughs> oh, and awesome! And thought this was something to do. So like me and and one of the other guys that was involved, we kept we started kind of looking towards the door because he was you know you'd ask him a question, and you'd be like so. You know, this. And he'd have this real long pause and he'd be looking at the wall. And then all of a sudden he'd just slowly turn his head and look straight at you. And then he'd kind of start to respond and then just drift off and say something else. And you think, oh, God, man, we're all going to die. This is going to be it right here. (laughs) So he goes through the whole audition. He reads his line. And, you know, we're like, okay, we'll just get you to read this right here. And he's like, yeah, 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 I'm going to read it. And he's going through the whole thing, and I'm like, Oh my god! So he goes through the whole thing, auditions like that, and then at the end he goes, Hey, nice to meet you. My name's Larry. I was like, Oh my god! This is all act. you are hired. So <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite things ever. But I, I really, truly thought that it was a homeless guy that had wandered in off the street. He was super convincing. Loved him. Uh, I'll have awesome. to send you the the trailer, and you can see him. But yeah, that's one of my favorite moments. Was uh, thinking I was I was casting a homeless person for a moment.
4: Well, if you're an aspiring actor, try to be homeless. <laughs>
3: right. Let me tell you, try to be memorable, and he was. Yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, listen, dedicated to the part. Uh, all right, Nez, what'd you think? Oh, this is a ten all the way. <laughs> <laughs> if Nez
2: does all these '80s movies with us, we already know what his score is going to be on every one of them.
5: Not all, not not all '80s movies with ten. No. But this was- This was definitely one of them.
4: Yeah, you you can't you can't gauge Nez's scores on anything. He just like pops out with. (laughs) I I can never understand. (laughs) I'm like, oh, you really like this, and you're like, that's fucking awful.
5: (laughs) Another character that was in this, he was at he was um, John Goodman's partner, uh, the Boston Bruins, Eddie LeBeck. Uh, oh. Played by played by Jay Thomas, um, the Carla's boyfriend in Cheers. Uh, he was the other cop that was sitting next to him. But oh, that guy's God. been in a that guy's been in a million things. But um, yeah, ten. I mean, I loved everything about it, and uh, I love the, the story, and uh, I love monster movies. Good monster movies. Not all of them in the eighties were good, like The Pit. But um, this one, it, it was a good movie. I loved it, and of course, this... ten.
4: Totally 80s. underrated. I don't understand how it doesn't have more attention. That like you know gets moved yeah. towards this one. I, I
3: I never have even heard of this movie. Yeah, and it's how now it one of nice? my like favorite kind of like little bit eighties trashy horror movies. It, it's now it, it just shot up the list.
4: Like there's a you? lot of garbage out there from the eighties that people are yeah. like, oh well, this is hella goodness. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: this one is really pretty fucking good uh, Brian
6: uh, this is a solid 8 on 10 for me I love the, the cast I love the story and I love the effects just wish I would have seen more of the chuds
4: yeah that's what the sequel well, for right
6: uh, well,
4: special effects be? limitations
3: I think is, is what that was yeah, I know. mean, I loved that we didn't see him through the whole first part, but then yeah. the, when yeah. it came to like really battle the chuds, yeah, that's like I said, that's my my one real complaint on the whole movie.
4: Yeah, because a lot of it was just like arms, yeah, which yeah, Face and arms, know. yeah, because right, that's what they had, man. What are you gonna do? Yeah. They did it today, and it would be a bunch of CGI bullshit.
6: Well, they had a one point two five million dollar budget. Oh, yeah. that yeah, doesn't go
3: as far suit. as you think I mean that was the 80s so you do kind of have to give it it's probably farther than it would go now but yeah, as soon as you start you know as soon as you start worrying about the cast and you know you got to feed a couple of those chuds and it's
0: a, <laughs> Right. and yeah. True. True.
4: True. I mean it was a pretty good cast which is why it was a pretty good movie so you got to give it that all right all right. Well, definitely recommend Chud if you haven't ever seen it. Uh, C-H-U-D, with yep. periods in between. Uh, it's on Amazon. Pounds. Yeah, so definitely check that out. Um, if you have a, a, an Amazon Prime subscription, it's free. Uh, yep. Both of these it's movies free are free. is good. So <laughs> it's not free, you to pay for Check that it. out.
2: All right. Well, Keith, before we uh, before we say goodbye, uh, any la- any last things you want to share with upcoming projects or where people can find you on social media?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, you can find me on on Facebook. I've got you can follow me there. Uh, I've got a Twitter that, you know, I, I get on sometimes Instagram. I'm on, I'm Keith Lansdale on all of them. So if you can spell Keith Lansdale, you can find me if you can't. It's a little harder. And otherwise, yeah, I've got a, a bunch of stuff coming out that I already went through the list of. But I'll also add Big Lizard, which is my first chance at doing a novel. I did that as co-writing with my father, and uh, it, it's about this guy who uh, he has. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil too much, but let's just say that he, he it's his origin story of becoming B- Big Lizard, and he works mm. as a security guard. In a chicken uh, in a chicken plant, but not just a regular chicken plant. A chicken plant for a restaurant that's a pick your pick a chicken, much like when you go to a <laughs> plates and you pick your lobster. Yeah, yeah, you pick your chicken, and if you pay a little extra, you get to go in the back and kill it yourself. So, oh, uh, um, where's this? Then, this <laughs> sounding <laughs> more and more like a and porno. Then it, then it gets weird. So <laughs> <laughs> that's when it gets weird. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and Big Lizard has to fight his uh, his nemesis, uh, Big Chicken, of course.
2: <laughs> nice. Uh,
6: so I am up, intrigued.
2: Up. Yeah. Yeah, we'll check it out.
4: Um, thanks hey, for coming by, man. Wh- uh, real quick, wh- yeah. what's it like working with your dad? Is that like a cool thing? Because it's, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it yeah, I've got really cool the relationship that you guys have.
3: It is, and I'm not going to sugarcoat that in any way. I absolutely adore writing with Dad. I, it, doing doing any sort of co-writing is always give and take, as I've mentioned earlier, but, and, and the, there's an obvious reason for this, but Dad and I have the same sense of humor, and we have the same sort of thoughts, and this is because I got them all from him. So it doesn't surprise me at all, but so when we're writing, it's kind of like, we have to go, okay, is that too far? Is that too far? We have to pull each other back more. <laughs> That's cool. Because we, we go, okay, that uh, we, we have a, a phrase that I use a lot that says that's a little too too you know what i mean like (laughs) it's it's getting a little too crazy it's getting a little too out there so uh we end up having to 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 pull each other back more than anything else but uh yeah i mean it it works out it's it's fun i mean god i I couldn't ask for a better coach to to say okay here's here's what works and why it doesn't and and then it's kind of like hey this this makes me better and before I knew it, I looked up one day and I realized that I'd been taking pretty much a, a master class on, on writing and films and my entire life. So all of a sudden, when I sat down to want to do this myself, I had a huge leg up that you know, most people would kill for.
4: Yeah, dude, that's uh, that's awesome. I just I really appreciate you guys' work and uh, and the relationship that y'all have. I, I think that's really cool.
3: Thank you. Uh, We're we're pretty pleased with it so far. So uh, if y'all keep liking our stuff, we're going to keep making stuff. (laughs) Of course, man.
2: (laughs) Good deal. All right. Well, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. You know where to find us. You know where to follow us. Uh, We're going to be joined next week by a couple of our favorite Aussies. Almost said our favorite. Didn't want to piss off Tim. So uh, Beat and Marcy are stopping by. We're going to stay in 1984 with Night of the Comet and The Initiation. So, Brian, until the whore returns again,
6: good night. Well, I met my baby in the ministry of
1: love. Well, I met my baby in the ministry of love. She wrapped herself around me Sent me to the star with Oh, Mr. Thought Policeman I don't want to do no wrong No, Mr. Thought Policeman I don't want to do no wrong It's my duty to the party Love my baby all night long My mama joined the party I said it was a pro I was conceived one evening In the mystery of old Oh, big brother have mercy on me Big brother have mercy on me You know I love my baby Enthusiastically Baby chanting slogans in the street. I love to hear my baby chanting slogans in the street. Wearing military clothing, she always looks so sweet. Big brother is -watching, watching. On the telescreen Big on the telescreen. Big brother is a-watching Watching on the telescreen Big brother's watching on the telescreen He loves to watch my baby Shake her tambourine My baby loves me so hard It gets me so fatigued so- I think I'll join the junior anti-sexy Sister, would you still remember me?